J.J. Stone, a.k.a. O'Doctor. This is IKMZ Sports, episode 11. Say what's up to the people, Jason. What's going on, guys? Jason Ferguson here, a.k.a. Captain Cupcake in the building for Valentine's Day. Uh, he says it's for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Jason's, Jason's in a happy, committed, loving relationship, so boo, Jason. Boo! <laughs> boo! That's why we don't treat him like he Kevin Durant in this bitch. I can't Cupcake. make any uh, jokes about it because she's home today. So, yeah, yeah, happy, yeah, happy, yeah. happy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you better be in love. You, no inappropriate you, jokes today. That's right, that's right. She beats me when nobody's around. Yeah. <laughs> Help <Hi>. me. <laughs> I need somebody. Um, yeah, but anyway, love aside, this is a sports show. And uh, I assume that, like, last week, the lesson last week, I was going to be angry this whole entire show. So... Let's get to the first topic of a uh, great sport event of the week. Joel Embiid is out Still here shaking, <laughs> shaking his tail feather though. Yeah. So for those who don't know, if you've been living under a rock or you don't care about the Sixers like we do because we're in the Northeast uh, Philly region, this fool was out uh, shaking it at a Meek Mill mm-hmm. concert, which isn't really a big deal in general, but he is injured. He hasn't played in, what, three weeks now? He's missed uh, 12 of the last 13 and nine straight. The only game he played was that, happened to be that nationally televised game against the Houston Rockets. Where Which the he balled out in, and they narrowly lost. That was a tight, close contention game. It was. James Harden dropped 50 that night. <laughs> he did drop. <laughs> he needed all 50 points to beat the Sixers, though. He did. But just, the just... Sixers... Uh, GM admitted that they knew Embiid had a torn, partially torn meniscus after the Portland game, which is where he supposedly suffered his bone bruise in his knee, which was before that nationally televised game that they rushed him back for, simply to make the NBA happy. And he said that uh, he felt good during the game. He, He put himself out there, basically. They didn't want to put him out there. He said he wanted to play. Afterwards, he said uh, he was a little sorry. Should probably shouldn't have played, but he wanted to play. They, I, I'm, you know, everybody jumped on him about being at the concert. Pre finding out this information about the torn meniscus. Now, knowing that you have a torn meniscus and he probably had the information, he shouldn't have been out there. If he has a torn meniscus. If he has a torn meniscus, that's the yeah. problem right now. We can't even believe anything the Sixers say. Now, here's the joke of it all, is that the night before the Meek Mill concert, Brian Colangelo was doing the media tour on the radio, calling around, and they were grilling him pretty hard about why Embiid's not playing. And he brought up the Hippocratic Oath, saying he can't bring up a patient's medical records to let us know what's wrong and when he'll come back. What made it even worse when he was talking about Ben Simmons, he said the same thing, cited the same reasoning, and saying, well, we don't want to put pressure on this guy and put pressure on his family. First of all, he's a fucking professional. Right. Oh, God. I, we now, imagine this. this. Some, somebody brought this up to me. This is not my uh, quote, but just imagine if you called your job. Like, yeah, I can't come in today. Like, well, when you'll be back? Like, well, I really can't tell you because of my patients, right? So, but I'll definitely be back at some point. 
so I gotta <laughs> stop cussing because I put the tag on that we don't that we aren't explicit trying to get us more views. But I'm stop. out here being, being explicit. I'm you about can't to put stop this person. Yeah, I'm about stop. to put the explicit tag back on. I have to cancel out his people. But how how is he gonna sit there and say, oh, we don't want to put pressure on this guy and his family? He's a professional basketball player. Fuck right. his family. He ain't married. <laughs> he ain't got no kids. What do you mean? He's twenty something years old. Who whose family? His mommy. His daddy, who live in Australia, maybe they live in Jersey now. I don't know, but I'm like, what are you talking about? The the, the HIPAA laws don't matter. You're his employer. You're the one paying for the medical. You you're supposed to know and be able to explain what his issues are as far as injuries concerned. That's why you have reports that come out every week that you have to disclose what the right. issues are. Just blowing my- smoke out. But all they keep doing is screwing over the fans. Like, now there's a game coming up against the Wizards where the tickets have magically spiked in price. So everyone is thinking that it's behind the scenes. Ben Simmons is coming back. So fans are trying to hurry up and grab that ticket like it's a hot ticket. But now Brett Brown says today that during the All-Star break, Ben Simmons still won't be doing five-on-five scrimmaging, which is the last step before you can get back on the court. Like, just tell us. Is he not coming back this year? Are they going to sit him? Then they, just say that. Just say it though. It, like let it be. At, all at, they had to say go, with go ahead and throw uh, Embiid up there shaking it. Right. All they had to say about Embiid is he'll be out three to four weeks instead of this day to day where they wait an hour before every home game to finally rule him out after fans are there and bought tickets. Now here's my thing about him out there dancing. Right. What if he fell? Mm-hmm. People fall off stage all the time. What if somebody right. threw some up there, hit him with it? Just anything. Right. Right. You can't do it. You can't do it when you haven't played nine games straight and you can't do it in season. Who, what player, what, when's the last time you saw a player in season doing something like this? They might go to a a football game on their off night or something like that. But when's the last time you can remember a player out partying like that during the season when you're injured? I mean, well, Philly's favorite, Allen Iverson, partied every day. So, but that's a long time ago. But, I mean, that stuff happens. The dancing doesn't really bother me. It's more how the team has handled all this. They're they're ripping off the people. They're gouging people in prices. They never lowered their prices when they sucked and tanked for three years. And now they're just ripping people off left and right, and it's disgusting. the best part is, is the morning after the Meek Mill concert. Now Embiid comes out basically in a hostage video, like I'm not healthy, I can't play, my knee is sore. Like, basically reading off a script that they handed him. Some people think that they're just trying to uh, tank a little bit more because they realize they were winning too many games, and well, that's why they're sitting Embiid. Well, that's cool because they're still winning games. They they're won a night. Winning, I know. So... Now, if they would have came out and just said. Like with his knee, if they would have came out like, look, you know, our medical staff thinks he's getting a little bit overworked and we're going to give him like two, three weeks rest. Would you have had any issue, even if he was dancing, if that was what they said and you saw him dancing, you'd be like, okay, well, they're resting him. The medical staff says there's no real like it's not true. It's not anything. But at least you're like, okay, they told us two to three weeks. I got it. Instead, they're like, well, he might play tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Buy tickets. Maybe tomorrow. The Sixers are making me about to not care about the organization again for the rest of the year because I hate wasting my energy on it like I have for the last three years. So They took all that goodwill they built up in January, winning all those games, and immediately flushed, flushed it away. down the toilet, yep. And now exactly. they've got this Okafor thing lean, uh, hanging over their heads, and they're mishandling that. We'll, we'll talk about Okafor after I rip into you uh, about the next story. <laughs> so, Captain Kevin, Cupcake. Durant, <laughs> Kevin Durant came back to OKC for the first time. Um, and... Uh, 
Yeah. So, oh, play play video number one. Let's 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 play video number one first. I don't know if you can hear it, Jason. Oh shit, Jason's not gonna be able to hear it. It's okay. Dang. You'll get the point. I'll just pretend. Best friends. Yep. <laughs> They're slow jamming the music. Oh yeah. I got this, bro. Oh, this is when everybody used to rip Russ because he wasn't a good player in the playoffs, right? He's they're always getting on Russ. Yep. People forgot about how Russ cost them all them playoff series. Now it's all on Durant. He didn't cost them all them playoff series. Oh, if Durant on. if Durant would have showed up, he wouldn't have had to do anything. He was out there trying to play hero ball to get him to do something because Durant's soft. Can't show up when your point guard comes down and shoots thirty footers with six seconds left. Of, I mean, six seconds going off the shot clock. Still twenty seconds on it. He's launching running three pointers. He did it every play, huh? And, and if you're if you're the leader of the team, then you're still soft because you ain't told the dude to do it. <laughs> Give me the ball, but when you soft, you can't do that because he's soft. I mean, forever, okay? we all knew. Everybody knew they'd never last together. They well, that's the the organization's messed up. They should have kept Harden. And they would have had a championship. They could have won a championship with Harden and and um Westbrook. Well, well, if they would have kept, they, yeah, they kept Serge Ibaka instead, and they yeah. got nobody back in the Harden trade. Jeremy Lamb stunk. Yeah, <laughs> just bad business, bro. Bad business. Right. And they had three of the top ten players in the league on the same team, and then let one of them go, and then it just fell apart after. Like I said, KD is great in the position he's in now, being a soft punk. And a team that's already gelled together, that that's already <laughs> proven that they can get to a championship and win one. So well, now he lost just gets, last year, but they won the year before that. How many did KD win? Zero. Okay then. So <laughs> last year, yeah, they lost. They they choked they just help. like he they choked just like he choked. <laughs> so I can read the text messages that Jason and I had. Basically, it goes like. Ah, KD's cool, and I'm like fuck KD, and then I basically comes down to where I whittle him down to he can't say nothing else about it. But yeah, cupcakes out there. <laughs> yeah, well, I already, yeah, we already said that. I already cussed, so it's already over now. Might as well keep cussing. One cuss, two cuss, eight cuss, nine cuss. Um, go ahead, run that Westbrook video <laughs> real quick. The interview. This is after the game. This would go a lot better if I knew what he was saying. I know. <laughs> Basically, you know what happens when you ask Westbrook questions. He don't answer. I know. Yeah, I don't know now. Fine, moving on. On to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was basically <laughs> mad about the situation. I know. The media made up the whole feud. That's his thing. The media created this whole thing, let alone on the court. It was obvious they don't like each other anymore. Well, and why don't they like each other? Because KD didn't call him and let him know he wasn't coming back. He didn't break up with him in a nice way. He let him. He did it in a text message. He didn't break up with him in a text message. He didn't even send a text message. He's a bitch. He didn't even send a text message. If if, if you would have broke up with him in a text message, if you would have left a voicemail, hey, I'm going to call this for 3.30 in the morning, knowing he's asleep, and leave him a voicemail. <laughs> so he didn't even do that. Like, he basically was like, oh, I'm going to let my mom tell everybody what happened. Because he's a punk. KD's a punk. Uh, uh, let's th throw some of these pictures uh, that we have from that. So we can KD see the said quotes. he doesn't take time to uh, text seven seeds, man. No time for there, that. There, there's been many a teammate 
that I've heard from for the left here that didn't leave here, the brothers I don't know, and brothers, people I talk to, not just Kevin, meaning I don't care about none of these punk, punk ass right. dudes to leave. That's right. He's a good teammate. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait. Oops. That's the uh, uh, wrong uh, quote, too. I messed up, too. Skip that quote. Next one. <laughs> they was asking me questions where I was paying attention. Yeah. I like red velvet cupcakes, mm-hmm. so next red time, velvet. make sure you have it. He said, I can't Kevin, hear you, OKC. You're getting, you're getting blown out. Kevin blown Durant out. is so <laughs> soft. Look at that. Oh, they had the cupcake. Yo, I love the organization. OKC organization had a cupcake run out of the tunnel with that fool. A big person and a, and a mascot cupcake. That's what I'm talking about. That's hate. hate That's hate, what hate, they hate, concentrate hate. on. Right? They should have kept Harden and scouting hate. Harden instead. They're like, yeah, let's get a cupcake mascot. <laughs> Obviously, this is five years after all that, so that ain't right. got nothing to do with nothing. And then his mom. They called him a snake. They called him a fella. They called him a bitch. It's just a sad day. It didn't have to be like this. No, mom, it didn't have to be like this. Your punk son with no spine and backbone left a year early. Why was she at that game anyway? Heart. That's why. Because he had no heart, mom. It didn't have to be like that, mom. (laughs) You right. And then two hours later, mom fake crying, put on a cupcake t-shirt, laying on the couch, trying to act hard. Uh, I see uh, a... I noticed you didn't put up the video when KD was giving nothing but props to the OKC fans and everything when he won the MVP, how much he loved that place and all that, and how they, you know, they turned their back on him now because he took a better job. Oh, they turned their back? Yeah, because he took a better yeah. job. You're right, and that's what they're yeah. supposed to do, turn their back on him. He won an MVP. Guess what that MVP's for? Himself. It's not a championship. It ain't for the city. It ain't for the whole team. That was an MVP. Most exactly. Most so, and just like LeBron, just like LeBron, OKC oh, couldn't put the right team together. They got a they they turned their back on a dude that got in the war for himself. Listen to you. It ain't like they turned their back on a dude that made him a champion. Uh, I don't miss what I said. I'm talking about when he was giving the fans all them props. He was giving nothing but respect to them. Now they come out there soft. Let's wear a cupcake shirt and coward shirts. Oh yeah, we got them. Uh, when you leave. You gone. Oh, I what went wrong? They gone. And they get the boom and they boo they boo LeBron when he came back. And LeBron was bored out there. No, the sad part. The sad part is OKC spent all that money on that cupcake mascot. They should have scouted Golden State a little bit and came up with a game plan to compete in that boring game. First of all, the game was blowout. Blowout. What's that got to do with anything? If you want revenge, you better show up and show me did wrong. Second best option is injured and out right now, so they don't have nobody. Oh, oh god! So more excuses for OKC. They still don't have a good enough team. Same reason that Golden State won a championship is because of injury, not because they were better than, but because when your second and third option go, dude, they went to six games against LeBron James by itself. With yeah, I'm a LeBron fan. I know. Then why you're, are you you're, like injuries don't matter? Because you're the one telling me that OKC won a championship and it was so important, and now you're going back saying they only won because of injury. You said they were such a great team, they won a championship. You're stepping on your own work. So what? They won an illegitimate championship. They still won it. Wait, so they're really good to win the championship, so Durant shouldn't have went there. But now they weren't good enough to win the championship. It was only because of injuries? Obviously. That doesn't make sense. It's a complex situation because the year after they didn't win the championship, so therefore they're quote unquote not good enough, but they still choked anyway. But they, they were good choke. enough to get to the finals, yeah, and they, they had he, he beat them. So it's it's not convoluted; it's real simple. The and they changed that whole team too. too. So no, that's silly. Okay. Why? Why, okay. why don't you go there? Where's that in the rules? Yeah. The team that pays you the money is where you go. All right. 
you're just wrong in this situation, which is fine. I'm not. <laughs> it's the same as LeBron. It's the same exact as LeBron. You can't change it just because you don't like Golden State. The difference between LeBron James and Kevin Durant is very simple, which you lack of understanding. LeBron James did not go to a team that went and won a finals or even lost the finals. They weren't even getting in the finals. They weren't even in the second, third round of the playoffs at the time. When yeah, LeBron he went to a team that cleared cap room to sign three superstars. Come on. Care. It's the same thing. Championship team. They had he went to a team that wasn't a championship contender directly off the bat. They had to work together. He had to get other pieces there too to make the team. The whole roster was basically remade besides Hazlitt and Dwayne Wade. OKC's roster is completely remade too. They lost six bench guys. Bench guys, dudes that don't play, not starters. Their whole starting lineup is the same. No, they just put somebody on the bench for KD. It's no. different. The fact that you can't use their bench all last year to win games. Barbosa, uh, Harrison Barnes, Iguodala, all those guys. Games all those because guys. of their starting lineup. No, that's not. They true. had the most that's points not from. True. Yes. No, yes. Their starting lineups, the most points, whatever, whatever. We can go look that stupid stat up. But they're they're starting four scored the most points because Draymond Green doesn't score points, so it wasn't starting five. Starting four, scored the most <laughs> points ever, like in a, in a league history, because they were spread the ball so much. They scored so many points. They have one of the best <laughs> benches in the NBA. Yeah, but it's not that their team was not constructed or even anywhere close to what Miami did when they sent three people down there and had to build a team around him and together. You're just picking and choosing how you want to look at it. That's crazy. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. The difference between one team and the other team. I'm not picking and choosing anything. One team. Barely could get out of the second round of the playoffs. The other team just lost in the finals. There's a finite difference between those two and constructing a team and having the best player go to one of the top best teams. Right. That'd be and like one LeBron team James added coming. two superstars to Dwayne Wade already if to one of the greatest James, players ever. If LeBron James went on the, on the uh, Jesus Christ, you got me worried about this time. If LeBron James went to Golden State, it would be a fucking problem. But you know what? I'm right. You're wrong. The Sixers out here trying to finalize the over four <laughs> trade. They're not going to do it. We should have stuck with the Okafor thing second. <laughs> nah, because you need something to cleanse my palate from your garbage. You <laughs> crap. Because I didn't have. Uh... <laughs> so, uh, the anyway. Six, the six yeah. ain't finalized, no trade. I don't feel like anything's going to happen. It has to. The trade deadline is Thursday. They, uh, they've handled this completely wrong because that's the Sixers' new thing to do. Or, I guess, they, uh, you know, they took Okafor. They took him out of the one game. They didn't play him. They He was seen shaking hands with all the people, basically, which is a sign that you've been traded when you're shaking hands with the attendants and all the coaches and all that. You're saying goodbye. And then no trade. They fly down to Charlotte for the game tonight. He doesn't go with them because trade rumors are swirling. Brett Brown has to go to a press conference and just admit, like, yeah, he's not here because of the rumors. I've never heard a coach say that before. In anything, I've never had a coach had to come out like, yeah, he's not playing because of the stuff that you're hearing. It's basically true. Like, well, then get the deal done. Yeah. Get the deal done. Otherwise, play him. Like, what? And at this point, I'm feeling like you should just make the trade on draft night if that was the case. Right. And just keep uh, him because. You know, I know you're not a big hinky fan and the whole process fan, and I, like, and I understand why. But Colangelo was supposed to be brought here to be a professional GM and you know do things the right way and all this, and he's not doing any of that. No, I, he's I, worse I, than Hinky in my eyes. I prefer the Hinky way to this. Right, Hinky at, at least, least, at least is like Hinkie we're losing. Said, 
Hinky right. had Hinky had a laid out plan, right? To which was coming to fruition. Right. I was one. Of, I was prefer, would have preferred having Hinky one more year. But they wouldn't have got Ben Simmons. I'm I'm almost positive. Obviously, I can't prove it. I got nothing to back that up. That the only reason they got the number one pick is because they fired Hinky and brought Colangelo, who was picked by the NBA to be their GM. Like in a closed room, you know how the NBA is known for doing that well, type there, of stuff. There was a lot of fraud about that when um, Matumbo tweeted out like a half hour early. Yep. <laughs> that they had the pick already. So I can't not deny that speculation. That I sounds can't, like I can't prove it. I can't prove it, but. I, I think that's how they got Ben Simmons. <laughs> uh, this is Trump America. You know how I prove it? I confirm everything Jason Ferguson just said. <laughs> right. This is law. That's real. I heard it. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. from Jason himself, but I know I heard it before, so it's got to be real. <laughs> um, so, it, but they they got to do something. Um, right. And, I, I just uh, and I don't like Okafor anyway. Okafor doesn't want to be a Sixer, so I want him right, gone. Period. There's there's been a couple of rumored trades. The one was to the Pelicans for a Jinka and a first round pick. I think we talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, now they're saying the Bulls are the front runner. The one trade I heard was Doug McDermott and Taj Gibson, which uh, McDermott can shoot. He'd open up the floor for the Sixers. I don't like Doug McDermott at all. But and uh, Taj Gibson's a veteran on a, the final year of his contract, so if they get him, I'd assume they would turn around and trade him as fast as he gets here. Yeah. But. We'll see if they even do anything. But right now, the Sixers organization, as we said earlier, is just a big flop, and it's driving me crazy because they should be better than that. Um, next on the docket is uh, what? What's the story that we got next? What are we doing? Oh, uh, Hopefully in the next an organization that's worse than the Sixers? Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> devastated. So worse. Worse than yes. the so, um, I'm so glad I'm not a Knicks fan. So... It's been like almost like Eagles championship time, even though they have won the championship. It's been like <laughs> 23 years since the Knicks were relevant. Uh, 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 right? def- anything. Patrick like Ewing we, was there, right? Yeah, we we complain we complain about the Sixers, but man, the Knicks are the Knicks. They're supposed to be something. They're the mecca of the world, New York City, Madison Square Garden, five thousand billion dollars a ticket, nothing. <laughs> um, no. So. Uh, run the, can we run that video you got loaded up? So, long story short, um, probably hearing some audio over this. Right. Oakley shows up to the game. He buys his own ticket. He's sitting four seats away from the owner, uh, James Dolan. Who apparently, they don't get along. They don't get along at all. Um, Oak, Oakley, uh, Oakley has... He has a disdain for ownership because he has pride in the Knicks. He wants the Knicks to do better. That's the bottom line with his whole yes. situation. He wants the Knicks to get back to hard-nosed winning basketball. He is a fan in the truest essence, as well as being a Nick legend. Yeah, he's also one of the scariest people on the planet. Straightforward, honest. <laughs> will probably slit your throat in the back alley. Yeah. Something you did 22 years ago. You imagine being <laughs> a college kid security guard and they're like yo go tell oakley he's gotta go right <laughs> and so long story no. short they went over there he's like i paid for my seat he didn't say anything you know who i'm waiting for in all this honesty honestly Ooh. why didn't McEnroe say anything you know why because he likes his front row seat that's right because McEnroe was right there mm-hmm. and he hasn't come out either way which nope. leads me to believe what he was oakley told not said. to talk 
Yeah. Well, you saw when Spike Lee showed up into the next game, right? Yeah. In his Oakley jersey. Yep. Oh, oh the fans had Oakley signs. They had a protest out front. Yep. Um, yeah, run that. Uh, okay, so. This is when Porzingis was at the foul line and this whole altercation breaks out in the middle of the game. Um, keep keep on wait one second. Talk about something for a second, Jason. I'm gonna send you this so you can hear it. You're sending something to me? Yes. Okay. All right, anyway, yeah. So this is in the middle of the game. I think it was the third quarter, and Porzingis, Chris Apps Porzingis was at the foul line, and it's a different angle of this whole Oakley fiasco. This looked like the uh the malice at the palace almost, like what because nobody knew what was happening in the crowd. Yes. Right? Yeah. I thought you were back. Like <laughs> I, I am back, but I realized right, I, I thought can't, so. <laughs> I realized I can't text it to you. It's so I, I, I'm gonna explain. Run that video and I'll explain it so you know what's going on. So the voice you're gonna hear is um. Oh my god, I blanked on his name that way. Michael Rappaport watching okay. the, watching this go down at home on the television, and the whole time he's just get him Oak, him Oak, <laughs> let him know Oak, we're not playing that shit Oak. Like he's I mean, just yelling at his TV. Oak like, got arrested. Yes, he did get arrested. <laughs> Phil Jackson went to the back um, and tried to calm him down. He tried to get Michael uh, Jordan on the phone to calm him down because Michael Jordan and him were very good friends, but it was, by that point, it was already too late. Because they played in um, Chicago together. Yeah, they. Uh, it was just a bad look for everyone involved. But for me, again, I'm on Oakley's side. I'm on Team Oakley. And, yeah, how could uh, you not be? That owner's a clown, man. He got that team from his dad, and he's done nothing but running into the ground. Absolutely nothing but running into the ground. I mean, again, we're not we're not rolling out stats here right now in the Knicks because everybody just knows how the Knicks organization is. And bringing in Phil Jackson has was been... a joke. <laughs> Do- Dolan, da- J- Jim Dolan, has wanted Phil Jackson for apparently the last ten years. He wanted him back when he was, he first left the second time he left L.A. He wanted him to come coach here, and he refused. And so what did he do? Kept throwing more money at him. Kept throwing more money at him. Kept throwing more money at him. And then finally got to the point where he's like, look, I'll give you $12 million a year. You don't even have to coach. Just come and run the organization and help me. Now, Phil Jackson. He gave him, he gave him enough money to leave Jeannie Buss. It's just an excuse to bring up Jeannie Buss. That's really old. Jeannie. That's all. <laughs> and first of all, he tried to keep Jeannie and take that $60 million. He's like, look, yeah. babe, I'm going to out here for five years. I'm going to be back. But it put such a strain on her relationship because she's like, yo, you are trash as a general <laughs> yeah. manager. You're you embarrassing me. Trash. So uh, she basically shut that whole cookie machine down. So Jeannie Buss. For me. <laughs> Jeannie. You know I love you, Jeannie Buss. Jeannie Buss. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, right. to go from anyway, Phil Jackson is horrible at his job. <laughs> he was horrible at his it's job. It's cool, though. The Knicks, the Knicks smoothed it over. They brought back all their, their veterans for the next, you know, I mean, all their alumni for the next home game because, so, you know, the owner's cool with everybody. What's the lineup they brought back, Jason? <laughs> Spreewell was there, Larry Johnson. They said uh, Gerald Wilkins was there. I think Bob Bradley was there. Like, they brought everyone they could, and they put Spreewell, who hasn't been in uh, in New York, I think, since he last played. Like, oh, we got somebody in the chat room chatting Stacey. with us. Yeah. Stacy, Stacey's always in the chat room. She's always free on yeah. Mondays. We, uh, I mean, they had Spreewell sitting right next to him, and there's a great picture that uh, it was Spreewell was like chatting with Larry Johnson, and all I could picture was him talking about like we are getting paid for this appearance, right? Right. Like, 
Knicks don't show up to the garden anymore. Like it, again, know, who, it's is, embarrassing. Is there anything better than when Latrell Sprewell's the guy you got to bring back? Like, yeah. <laughs> that you choke anyone lately, Spree? No, nope, was, I've been good. I, mean, like, I, I feel bad for Latrell Sprewell. He was such a good player, and all he's going to remember all, for yeah. the rest of his life. Two things. Is, two things. You remember the other one? Wait, what else did he do? When he was talking about how much money, and he said he's got to feed his kids when off his hundred million dollar contract that he's struggling to feed his kids. Oh uh, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like his kids probably were eating gold at the time. <laughs> I, um, I get it. You know, you make more, you spend more, but come on, you just got to have a little bit of a, you know, awareness. <laughs> Technically, you want to do a hundred million is an easy number. Hundred million, forty million go to taxes. Right, I know. Twenty percent <laughs> go to your uh, agent. <laughs> Then you got a wife, probably, because you got a fat of kids. So he's only probably got like two or three million left to feed the kids after yeah, the yeah, thing. It's so it's, it's not really a hundred million dollars. Right. I know, but like I said, just have a little bit of awareness when you make that comment. But the other one is for choking PJ Carlissimo, who yeah. I'm sure many people have wanted to choke. Yeah, it, but again, I wish you would have choked Dolan. Um, I, I just don't like that guy. Uh, run, uh, I said this last video for you, just as you can hear it. They're basically telling um, Rappaport that Oakley is banned, and you know he's basically just yelling for, for life. Him. Yeah, for life. But now they're trying to walk that back. Yo, rap! I just got on Twitter. They banned fucking Charles Somebody Oakley from him the right now. He forever. got banned for life. Are you serious? Serious. It's like, are you serious? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> they banned Charles Oakley for. Is that for real? Is it bad that I can never look they at Michael for Rappaport real? and not think about higher learning? They banned fucking Charles Oakley from. He's Madison done so Square many Garden other things. Real? That's where, all where, I can where did ever that come? About. I only think Get about the, the fuck out suspects. Of here. <laughs> are you fucking serious? Oh, Stacy, are you still in the chat room? What do you do? You know who this guy is, Stacy? If you, I don't know if you left. I see it says known as guest, but I want I want people to know where, what movie they think they know him from because I always <laughs> think he's a suspect. Now you said higher learning, I will probably think of uh, yeah, he is an actor. I probably will think of higher learning. Yeah, but uh, he's, he's upset. Been in so many things, <laughs> so many movies. Um, but he, he is a super duper Knicks fan. Like he is, he went on every show he could possibly get on to trash them, <laughs> putting on for Oakley. Like, yeah, I mean, he had free Oak t-shirts, his, um, uh, uh, image on his Facebook now is free Oakley, like King Oakley. That's how Knicks fans feel. And again, it's almost worse than the Sixers because the Sixers, at least when they're tanging stuff, they told you, Hey, we have a plan. Even though it's a crappy plan, you got to deal with it. The, the, the Knicks are just like, Oh, we're fine charging you $8 million for a ticket. And we're just gonna like free float through what we could do. You, you know, know James the, Dolan uses the Knicks to promote his band, right? Yeah. JD in the straight shot. Yes, in their garbage. <laughs> free oak. <laughs> free oak. Free oak. Um, it, it their franchise is so dysfunctional and so embarrassingly sad. It's ridiculous. I hope that uh, they're saying that the the league might get involved or something like that because of. To, Get MJ involved even more to yeah. try and smooth this over. Well, uh, it, it looks bad for them. It's, don't make Oakley look bad, because everywhere oh. you, every reporter you heard from, Oakley's a straight shooter. Oakley's an honest guy. He might be an <laughs> asshole, but he doesn't lie. Like he straight right. up tells your baby ugly all the time. Like he ain't gonna. He's not making up nothing for nobody. Oh, uh, there goes Latrell. Look at him. They're buddies. That's right. Look. Couldn't even get Latrell a tie or nothing. Latrell looks like he's doing the help me. Like, somebody yeah. just <laughs> yeah. help. Yeah, he's like, yo, you throw me a life raft over this bitch? Like, it's just yeah. bad. The Knicks um, have a, a $94 million payroll, though. They're paying $17 million to Joakim Noah. 
for the next four years, he gets seventeen million plus, and he sits the bench now. That was the worst. Seventy-two million dollars for four years. I want to be Joachim Noah. And he was broke down last year in Chicago. Like he was good three years ago. The real problem. Oh, you talk about the trust. Real talk about feeding his kids. What about Derrick Rose? And his, oh, I, I don't want to be old and crickety when I got to play with my kids, but I want a $115 million deal. Wait, what? Well, he got 21 for this year from the Knicks, so <laughs> he wins. <laughs> I, I, and now he's trying to ball out these last couple oh, games. I'm sorry, they have a $103 million payroll. I don't know why it says 94 at the top. He's going to he's gonna try and ball out for the rest of the season so he can get a contract from somebody. Oh, and whoever pays him is yeah. retarded. So the salary cap is $94 million. That's I read that wrong. The Knicks are over the salary cap They with a $103 million payroll, and they stink. Yeah. They're and that terrible. Mo- that's because of Noah, and they got Melo in that $100 mil. Melo's making 24 this year. Rose, 21. Noah, 17. Courtney Lee, $11 million. On the, I, right? I wish I was playing basketball. Yeah, man. <laughs> Um. <sighs> next story. I'm now. I'm depressed. But again, it's not my team. It's not yeah. your team. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we got our own problems, but hey, right, got the Sixers are. Yeah. I mean, it ain't that bad. It could be better. It ain't that baddest. <laughs> the worstest of all worst. Um. So, what's the most points you ever scored in a basketball game? In an actual game or like playing outside? I asked you a question. What's the most points you ever scored in a basketball game? Eleven. <laughs> Me. 112. Yeah. Uh, 2K15. Yeah, you created yourself. James, James Stone, creative player, boy. You know how we do this. Hey, I asked you a general question, homie. You answer how you want to. 11 a, uh, to 112, baby. That's how I do it. Here's well, a true confession. On the varsity court, my varsity stat line is a solid 0 for 4 shooting with zero career points. <laughs> <laughs> but I did hit rim once. Oh, that goes... Make sure you bring that stat line up for the last story. Make sure you bring that stat line up. That baller stat line. Uh-huh. Then I, reti- I retired early. I was look, like, this look, is look, look yo. Fer- Fergie's what we call that young jock boy. So <laughs> LaMelo Ball's dad says his son easily could score 92 points again. Well, do you know why he could score 92 points? Uh, let's run that uh, video. Uh, you can leave that page up because we'll come back to that. But uh, let's run that other video. Um, I guess it's number five, the fifth video, last one. Right. For those who don't know, Lamelo Ball's a sophomore starting at UCLA right now. He's going to be a top pick in the draft, and uh, he scored 92 points in the game. Don't they have an older brother also? Yeah, I believe they're Lamelo Ball. I can't find the other brother's name. His dad, LeVar Ball, is the one that quoted saying he could score again. Uh, so, if, if, so you're watching this. If you're listening to audio right now, uh, the young ball is cherry-picking, basically, in a high school game where he is not running back on defense at all. He just stays down and is throwing up layups basically unattested right. uh but what they do they run a, a a version of the warrior system or the sun system like where you you know take any shot available and uh but they have a little twist on it where they only run four guys holy shit uh 
Yeah, that's what happens when you look at adult videos during the show, right? <laughs> so, so the, the thing is, I had been messing with the sound, trying to get it to where you guys could hear the videos, and I was doing all kinds of other shit the entire time. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it the way the fuck it is, and we'll see how it goes. And then this internet dies. My modem just re- d- randomly boot reboots. <laughs> boop, Such boop, is life. That's what happens when you try and do internet shows. Oh, the other thing too, Jason, which I was going to say was, if you opened up the show, you'd be able to hear it back to yourself in just your headphones. Like if you if you watch the show live on the live page, right. you could hear I'll it that it. way too. It'd be a so, little bit delayed so even, for you, but you'd hear it. So even I with the adjustment, you, you aren't hearing it back to yourself. Huh? You, you, you still aren't hearing it back to yourself. No. I mean, like, so I, that's the Spanish he has. So I could read their lips and kind of guess yeah. to make what's going on, but he hadn't seen the videos at all. So, yeah, because I just rewrite the sound into. Well, here since since we have a uh, a slight delay, what if I took the audio and routed it to like actual sound card? Then route the sound card. Um, one of these is a sound card, I think. Or not. Well, apparently none of those are fucking sound card. <coughs> All right. Um, you guys can still hear me, though, right? Yes. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> hey. That's cool. You could have asked the question and not had headphones in. What idiot would do that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't um, know. All right. So we're don't talking about we're talking about the the little dude cherry picking. Yeah. Ninety two points. Yep. Yeah. Wrong ball. Uh, I'm still waiting for it to show that we're back live. There's the original one. Are we showing Did you get this LaMarcus book? Aldridge quote, Owen? I don't know if it just happened. Wait, what? Send you this real quick. I don't know if you want to, because it just happened or it's relevant. I don't know if you want to talk about it. In that folder of quotes. So. Everybody hates Golden State, and I love it. I hate Golden State, too. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I always have. Love Golden State. <laughs> Can't support KD and not hate them. You got the hate, man. You got to join join the dark side. Full hate. Let it go through. I hated Durant until the way OKC was acting. We're, nah, man. We're live again. And that's why I said... Next time I screw a donkey in the butt, I'm wearing a condom. Hey, we're on the air, right? Oh, whoa. Uh, was this the sports show night? I thought yeah. this was uh, uh, Sexaholics Anonymous. My bad. I, I totally. So, disregard. Ain't nobody in here anyway. We just anyway, got back there. You got to Dis- tip the guy that owns the donkey, just so you know. That's what I learned. Dis- <laughs> disregard said statements. Um, what chat are we in? IQMZ. 
Yeah, it's in channel IQMZ. So, let me know when you're ready to pull back up the. Which one Did you, you want to do? With chat on purpose when you went to put chat. Is that how bad our show's going? Yeah, we shot the bed, so. <laughs> yes, I just. <laughs> you want to go back to this video, or you want to just go from there? Um, run the video. We'll just start talking again. Just just lower the video and run it while we're talking, so no volume on it. We're restarting the whole uh ball thing, or are we? We're we're jumping into right to where I asked you how you feel about this kind of basketball. Okay. So hey, we had a disconnect, and uh, we're back. Uh, still live. Nobody got shot, but uh, three Eskimos did run through the building. What you're watching right now is a <laughs> bunch of cherry pickers. What I was starting off with is how do you feel about this brand of basketball? I think it would only work in high school basketball where kids are going to panic. If you got up to the next level with college basketball, with better coaching, they're just going to slow the ball down and run the offense and take advantage of the five-on-four that they have. How, does, does it make you angry? No. There's just different like ways it? that people do things to win. I don't dislike it at all. I wouldn't like to be on that team. I wouldn't want to be a parent of a kid that's not the cherry picker. So those are all the problems I have. I, I, I didn't want to rip on the kid because he's a kid. He's a kid. And What's he supposed dad, to do? His dad supports this idea. Um, he's got older brothers that are ballers. Apparently, he's the best baller of them all. But how are you the best baller of them all when this isn't showing me any kind of skill whatsoever, when right. you just run up free points, basically? It's, it's bad coaching more so than I want to get on this kid because, yes, there are different styles of basketball, and you could run you could run this without being so embarrassingly blatant. And right. then having the nerve to celebrate the 92 points. You get this W. Oh, fun fact for this game. The game did end 146 to 123. So the other right. team was scoring at an advanced rate also, yes. to be fair. But – I just don't – I don't feel like this is coaching the team. I don't think it's good for all the other players. I feel like this is something to highlight and showcase this kid whose brothers are already ballers, who he's already committed to go to school, his brother's going to one and done. Like, mm -hmm. what more do you need to do? And like, how is uh, that kid going to handle adversity on a court against, you know, a team that plays, like, stifling defense? How is he going to end up, you know, taking advantage of that? I mean, when we went to school together, you know, we played against one kid that ended up in the NBA, Joe Crispin. Yeah. who was just a marginal NBA player, but and he would come down and shoot three-pointers from 30 feet out looking like Steph Curry before Steph Curry was doing it, but yeah. it was still within the offense. There was no cherry-picking. He didn't wait. He played defense. He did all the things he was supposed to do on the court. It's just like when if you played a Shaq in high school and he's dunking on your over place. Hey, right. I get it. He's beating right. us with something that he's got a talent at, but like right. this is just ridiculous. Now, also in Clayton right now, the high school coach has a, a good – system of running teams into the ground that's what that's another twist off of that system he calls his system the tornado system it's the same offense it's the same okay. concepts except that high school coach adds that cherry picking onto it like in our school now they don't do the cherry picking part of it it's just take the open shot whenever you have it yeah oh well again also in, in clayton they play full court defense the whole like, time right the whole time like the entire they game sub they sub every minute Every yep. minute they put five fresh guys on the court. Yep, and just press, 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 press. That's what you do when you don't have a team with superstars of talent on. I get it. There's That's all kinds of ways <laughs> to teach them to play the game besides cherry picking. Right. That, the way they're playing there is basically like little league ball, like where you have the one kid that's just a little bit bigger than everyone, and you just take advantage of that and pretend you're a good coach. And and it's embarrassing. Um, we don't have the video from it, but did you see the um, 
the TMZ interview with the dad. Yeah, where he he was he was proud. He was happy yeah. about it. Said he could do it again as long yeah. as he gets the cherry pick. And it's just you know, and then he got caught on radio a couple weeks ago doing an interview. My son's gonna be better than Michael Jordan. I was like, dude, you just like just relax and wait and get the checks, bro. Like you got kids going to the NBA. Cool story. Right. But I'd this like is to just... say he's doing the wrong thing, but he's got three kids that are potential NBA players. Yeah. Uh, again, genetics it plays yeah. the biggest key in that, and they've all hit it, and good for them. Tell and I hope the, the older brother ends up on the Sixers. <laughs> Tell people all the time you can't teach height; you got to breed it in, along with them skill sets of cherry picking. Um, what is our last? I think it's our last story. We have one more we were going to bring up. We had the athletes with politics. Oh, politics and athletes. That's not the yeah. last. That's important. Right. Um. So. Is it Martellus Bennett, Marcus Bennett? Which Bennett is it? Martellus. Martellus on the Seahawks. Yes, my, Martellus Bennett, uh, tight end, Super Bowl champion, Patriots, bleh, is not going to the White House to shake hands with Donald Trump. And now other players are doing the same. Long story short, he got called a nigger, a monkey, all this other stuff. He should just go. He should just do it. But powerful note, Tom Brady didn't go. Nobody made Tom Brady go. go. Right. And it wasn't a story when Tom Brady didn't go. Nope. Nobody called him a name. Nobody said anything about it. Just, hey, you didn't go? Cool. The other players are up there holding up their 44 president jersey, shaking hands, taking pictures. Uh, Belichick was there. The owner's there. Everybody's cool. But now that this guy, again, this is one of those issues you, you refer back to me, that how the media does. He was asked a question. He answered the question. Then everything gets blown up. Now, other players are refusing to go. Right, it's up to six Patriots now. So you got I Chris can... Long, LeGarrette Blount, Dante Hightower, Allen Branch, Devin McCourty, and Martellus Bennett are not going to the and White House. I bet you dollars to donuts, whoever wins the NBA championship, the entire team isn't going. I can believe that. They are. I mean, the NBA teams are already not staying in Trump's hotels when they're on road trips, they've already started doing that. I know the Mavericks were the first team to do it because Cuban and Trump are, uh, you know, enemies. Yeah, not exactly best friends. Enemies. I want to find out if Vegas has a bet on that. I'm trying to put money on that. Right. I- I'll but, put uh, I'll put a hundred bucks on that. I'll take that to the bank. Right. But this is something that's gone on forever, and I don't know why. I guess now because people feel they have the voice to do and say stupid things that they feel the need to comment on what these players are doing. And, uh, like, guys have skipped going to the White House forever. This isn't a new thing. People didn't go for Bush. Yeah, no, and it, right, and that's their choice. It, who cares if they go? It, it has nothing to do with you. Like, They're disrespecting the president. I'm like, it's no, a game. It's a game. Right. I think it's silly that they even waste time for a team to go meet the president. Right? (laughs) It's like, you know what I mean? Why don't you bust over some starving kids from the middle uh, of the country to go meet the president? Yeah, like that would be more important to me than the team going. Who cares? I know it's a a one-time photo op, but so what? So the articles that we're not going to roll up right now because we're uh, back out of uh, our bubble, but Martellus Bennett basically is saying – when he was asked, look, you shouldn't be talking about sports. Now, this is something that bothers me to no end on all platforms, on all levels. I do tech shows. I do other shows. People say, stick to your genre. Don't come out of your zone. Why are you saying that? 
Right. Because you disagree. That's all. Only because you disagree. Exactly. Because no matter what profession you're in, you have the right to talk about what affects you in this nation. And, oh, it's it's football. I don't want to talk about politics. Cool story, bro. Guess what? After I get done playing this game, as he said, I'm still going to be a black man in America. I'm still going to have a wife. I'm still going to have a daughter. I'm still going to be, yeah, you are black. You're black to your soul, man. I mean, forget down the mess down, more man than human. He's talking about the fact that no matter what happens, he's got a wife and a kid. So, yeah, politics affect him. There's no yeah. about Planned Parenthood and other kind of things. These are things that affect his family and affect him directly. So, yes, he's going to talk about politics when asked. It's not like he went out there in the middle of a game, caught a ball, threw a touchdown, pulled his helmet off and said, F Donald Trump, I don't believe in this Iraq deal. Like, he, he didn't do that. He was and asked a question, he answered a question. And it's the same, the opposite way, too. If a player says they don't want to talk about it, that's also the player's right to do so. If they're like, look, I don't want to get into the whole politics thing. Yep. That's okay, too. That's okay. That's what, that's what like, Tom Brady should have did. Tom Brady should have just said, my name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. Yeah. He, he messed up the opposite way. Right. Tom Brady didn't go, the, uh, the story goes, he didn't go because the White House had made fun of something about the uh, balls being deflated in an earlier press conference, like they mentioned it, you know, and his feelings were hurt. And he tried to say it wasn't a political thing for whatever reason. It was, it's political, who cares? Right. It wasn't a story then, it shouldn't be a story now. No. And at the time, he said he was had a previous commitment to be on vacation until he got caught at uh, an Apple was, store eating yeah. ice cream and some flip-flops. So, so that could be part of your vacation. <laughs> it could be, but like, he was you don't supposed, know what my life is. <laughs> shut up. He's on vacation. He said, "You <laughs> know he's on vacation." But um, also uh, shout out to Martellus Bennett. He is instead of uh, the athlete that builds uh, parks and gyms, he is doing um, coding programs for kids. Yeah, children's uh, story books. Children's story books. Like I mean, the, the, these boys, him and his brother, are just quote-unquote, black boy magic. They're out there doing stuff for the community, not just black kids, but all kids that are um, in inner-city areas and like that uh, that need help. So, I mean, the thing about politics is, if you want to talk about politics, let them talk about politics. You don't want to talk about it, let them talk about it. But you can never say that someone, for whatever job they have, shouldn't talk about, well, she's, so, she's a porn star. She shouldn't talk about politics. Hey, trust you, know you she me. Right. Yeah. She, she's taking enough in the butt. She can say whatever <laughs> she wants, okay? She, she has a chance to speak her mind. Let people speak their mind. If you don't want to hear it, change the channel. Um, I had don't another... know why, why it became such a thing where we can't disagree. Like, it's okay. Can. It's okay yeah. to disagree. It's okay. Who, who we did can you still be friends. What, what did, do you remember? Because we can't run. Do you remember what your boy uh, Gonzalez said? Yeah, Tony Gonzalez said, players skipping the White House is just plain silly. Like, kind of you know, m- missing out on their chance to meet the president. Meanwhile, Tony Gonzalez skipped the White House his entire career. But don't boops. You never went. I'm just How saying. Did you know, skipping is right. silly. Did yeah. you ever get the opportunity? Did That's they ever invite you? Did you ever get the George W? I don't think you did. You never had a George W invite to get to the White House, my brother. One of the best tight ends in the history of the game. But guess what? Jeremy Shockley got to go meet the president, <laughs> and you didn't. So That's you I was should... like, why'd they ask him? He doesn't know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. What you know about that? Ah, it's like asking a 42-year-old version about some high school <laughs> who love it. But you don't know. What you, what you talk about what you saw in the movies? You don't know. Um, shout out to the 42-year-old version I met last week. 
It was unreal. I couldn't believe it. I told him, I said, hey, you got to go do what you got to do, bro. Because I said, <laughs> even worse. I was just like, yo, he told me that. I was like, man, who? wrong show for that because we talk about sports, but that was crazy. Blew my mind. They're out there, people. It's not just a movie. Um, <laughs> last story we had on the docket was uh, Pro Football Focus released their top 101 players this week. Uh, you know, based off the way they uh, evaluate players, uh, LaShawn McCoy was not in the top 101, and he took exception to that. So he tweeted at Pro Football Focus earlier today, and I'll bring the quote up since we can't bring it up now. He tweeted at Pro Football Focus, you guys suck, a bunch of nerds who never played a lick of football in your whole life. So Shady was a little salty today. Hey, 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 Jason, what yes, was that sir. basketball stat line you had? 0 for 4, baby. Shut your bitch ass up about basketball, you bitch ass, fuck ass, sissy ass, punk ass nerd. You ain't never dunked on nobody. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like to rise up above the rims. You don't know nothing about nothing. What you know about some stats, man? You can read. Above, Who cares if you can read? I was above okay. the rim a couple times, man, with the ladder. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> when you're on the ladder putting up the net player, it, it don't count. count. Okay, it still counts. Um, <laughs> so that list, I will back him up and just say that it is dog crap. Um, not that I'm trying to save my cuss words now, but apparently um, Dak Press, I don't know anything about this list. But I do know that Dak Prescott was 88 out of 101. Right. But why? How is that possible? Why would that not be possible? 88? Yeah. Are you saying high, low, like what? Low. He should low? be like. I mean, I mean, high. I don't even want the high, low version. You want him to be. You want him to be in the top like, 10? He should be like the top 20. I don't know. When you watch those games, he doesn't make many hard throws, hard reads, and that's the way pro football focus. It's not saying best players. It's the way they break down the players. He had a great season, but he had a lot of easy plays to make. He didn't make mistakes. Okay, what does that matter? That's Apparently, why he's in the top 101. But I guess 13 wins and the most wins in the league. I guess that's why it matters. But their Nobody offensive matters. linemen are ranked super high. They get ranked as the best offensive line every season. And I'm sure Elliott's up higher than that. I'm not saying Prescott had a bad year. I'm not arguing that. He was he was he was better than Wentz this year. All I'm saying is, is that list is bull fraggle naggle, and I'm backing up Shady on that because you went 0 for 19,000, and I, mean, I don't care what nobody say. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I, you, <laughs> you stick to swinging from rooftops and saving children, Batman. That's what you do. You Captain can't dunk these balls, Bats. <laughs> Captain Cupcake. Cupcake, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I guess we're not going to be able to do our pictures today, huh? Don't insult the like our, uh... Um, Oh, we can't do... Can we... We can't do the quotes? I mean, Amos? we're not even... Yeah, he's still trying to... He, I don't even know if he's listening right now. Are you trying to figure it out? We can? He's trying, no. Yeah. Yes, we can? No, we can. Yes, no. we can. All right, let's get into quote that so we can get out of the show <laughs> right. that we have trashed into the tank. We still keep it in the float. You know, we're, we're like, we're, we're the like, New York uh, Knicks. <laughs> we're, we're better than the New York Knicks. We're like, uh, what's her name on Titanic? <laughs> she was on the ledge and left Leonardo in the water. And I'm thinking, Rose, Rose, Rose. why don't you just scoot over and let him off on the wood a little bit, Rose? Up him out, Rose. Yo, you know, everybody says he could have fit on that piece of wood, right? He could have fit on the piece of wood. But they would have sunk the piece of wood. Their combined weight would have put that wood under the water, man. Come on. Okay, Jim. Come on. <laughs> uh, 
Everybody's disagreeing. <laughs> that's not how that goes down. First of all, why couldn't you share? Why couldn't you get on and on? And and even even if it's something a little anyway. bit, you still would have look. There was other people floating. Rose is a witch. That's all I know. She lied about the dang gum thing and then threw. It. Anyway, um, <laughs> we got quotes. Where are we it. going? What happened with this? I said one thing. You gonna make me mad about the whole situation? Uh, throw the quotes up, and we'll go. So, yes. He worked as hard as Jerry Rice, and I've never said that about anyone else," says Steve Young. Okay, I can't see the quotes now. Maybe I can. All right, now I can see the quotes. There you go. So I was watching live channel, like I told you. Um, right. so, so that quote is a great quote. We didn't. We're going to talk about. We're going to have a whole NFL offseason thing to talk about. But that was just terrible, the way they did uh. T.O. <laughs> Steve Young, not the best week for him to be coming out with his uh, expert analysis on football. I don't know if you saw that story about him where they said he basically spends about an hour a week prepping for the games because he, he doesn't even really like football anymore. Like yeah. they did a behind the scenes on him. They said he's basically the least prepared person on that set every week. I like that. I like yeah. that he comes in fresh without any stats. <laughs> no bonus. They're he like, he doesn't in. even watch the games. He he pulls a Barkley, basically. He's like, yeah, I know what's happening. We're good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, here's the thing about that. You know you know why that doesn't matter? One, you got three other people on there with you. You got people throwing stats in your ear to regurgitate stuff to you. Secondly, right. the worst part about all that stuff is they have to be nice to everyone anyway. Exactly. The scrub teams, come on. Oh, they're 0-3. Well, they got a good team. They're just trying to get everything so much fraggle-naggle. And then, and then when there's an upset... It's the best thing in the world. Oh, well, nobody believed in you. Bitch, you didn't believe in me two and a half hours ago. Uh, next quote. Reggie Miller, if you're a free agent to be, why would you play for an owner who treats the past greats like this or a president who stabs star players in the back? Talking about Reggie Miller and Phil Jackson and the current Knicks sinking like the Titanic. At least the Sixers got future. Yo. We ain't playing our stars, but we got a couple. Yo, I bet you nobody wants to be a Nick until that $24 million a year check comes. You're like, you say, what? I love the Knicks. I love the Knicks. Like, <laughs> They're going to go there and be garbage like everybody else. Um, cash that check. <laughs> cash me outside. How about that? Next <laughs> quote. The big thing I learned is that I have some growing up to do. I'm a stealer for life, as his nose grows Antonio Brown. Yeah. Trying to get that contract, huh? <laughs> I, you, I don't think, first of all, the Steelers don't keep any wide receiver for life except yep. for Heinz Ward, and you yes. are not Heinz Ward. You're, He's a you're better great. receiver than Heinz Ward, but... <laughs> better? Better? Receiver, yeah. Better? better. Yes. Okay, first of all, he's got to put up a hell of a lot more numbers to get to better than Heinz Ward. Okay. Yeah. Hey, our he's, chat room. Our chat room's going off. Just so you know, we missed it because we were, um, you know, having all our difficulties today. Yeah, and I'm yelling at you, so I don't. I'm sorry, chat room. Today isn't <laughs> chat room friendly. Right. Us or we or you or me. Um. Oh, oh Jerry Facts came in there. Oh wait, yeah. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna finish yelling about Antonio <laughs> Jerry, and I'm gonna read your long ass, common ass, second <laughs> ass comment. Um. I never learned how. Um. <laughs> so anyway, he. He's not better than Heinz Ward yet. He ain't nowhere close to getting what Heinz Ward numbers got over time. And secondly, he might lose Roethlisberger. And what uh, 
kind of receivers he was out Ben Roethlisberger. Zero touchdowns, <laughs> no games over 50 yards or something without Ben Roethlisberger. So as cool as Antonio Brown is, they need to ship him out. Maybe trade him to the Eagles for a third-round draft pick because they don't want to pay him anyway. I'll take that and then draft somebody, and then we'd be – business would be booming. Um, <laughs> so what did uh, – Rick Flair? I'm coming back. Where are we going? Read jury facts first. Go. <laughs> Since you couldn't hear me yelling at the screen earlier. About the KD thing, would you prefer he wait until the end of his career and do like Malone, Peyton, and KG and old superstars? Why wait till he's old? Do it while you're still able to and have a real chance. First of all, Jury, that's something. You're the real MVP, Jury Facts. That's you're something the real that, MVP. Uh, Jason Fergadon, the cup of cake Don <laughs> would say. But let me tell you this: what he what here's what he should have did. Two things he could have did that I would have had no problem with what he did. Okay, number one, pick up the phone and call the dude that you were balling out with that was your partner in crime. I don't even care if you hated each other. As a man, pick up that phone and let him know, hey, yo, this is how it's going down. Okay, the second thing he could have did was say, hey, screw that team that beat us and came back 3-1. We saw what they did to them 3-1, Russ. The GM's making moves. He got his Oladipo, got us some new stuff. I'm going to sign this one-year deal. You sign that one-year deal. If we want to split ways after that, we can both bounce out of this bitch, and we can both equally be hated and roll out. And, and be way, good. That's what he could have did. He didn't have to wait his whole career to the end of his <laughs> team. But he had a, they got these one-year deals coming up where they're just snatching money and going. LeBron James is holding the whole league hostage. I want to see LeBron James just being an assassin. I want to go year-to-year deal. <laughs> just go around to every team that's a contender. I want to see him in San Antonio next year. That's how my sad. How sad is OKC going to be when Russ leaves to go to L.A. with Anthony Davis and all this stuff where they tied their wagon to Russ? And they're like, no, not again. It happened again. But they're not even tying their wagon to Russ. He's still trying to bring in talent, and they're manipulating money around to where they're not going crazy. So they're ready for this. They're going to have a fall off the cliff, but they're, they're prepared. <laughs> so it's different. Um, and Antonio Brown's stats were better, by the way. <laughs> Not career-wise, he still he got to play as long. That's what my that's what I said. I said when he gets up the total numbers, <laughs> we'll be good. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll read this one. Right, Ric Flair still has twelve more world championships than Joe Montana. Got it. Um, for those that <laughs> basically can't read, Ric Flair still has eleven more championships than Tom Brady. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, people. Woo! Next quote. Can't be mad about that. <laughs> oh, LeBron's high school quarterbacks. Yeah, they they went around talking to LeBron's high school quarterbacks about what type of football player he was, and uh, one of his quarterbacks said it was called doing a Randy Moss. He wanted to moss someone. And now Monday Night Football, they have it getting mossed, which is yeah. actually a thing. And I used to call it getting mossed, too. Oh, he mossed him. I used to say that for <laughs> play, so I believe that's a real thing. Uh, next quote on that before I yell at Jerry Facts. Uh, best quote of the week. Uh, Brandon Marshall, he is not the best player ever on Tom Brady. Next quote, because I didn't want to discuss it. Facts. <laughs> what team's Brandon Marshall play for now? Who's this quarterback? Facts. He would. Facts. I bet you he ends up in facts. New England. We're on the next quote. I said facts. Uh-huh. Trump yeah. is a real asset to our country, said the white guy. I agree. <laughs> I, CEO, Kevin Plank. <laughs> I, I, I agree 
with that move if you remove the ET, says the beige guy. I was going to say, says the not as white guy, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I was trying to set it up. You had to go throw people's names in there. I was trying to get do a guess with. For the uh, for the listeners, uh, Jury Fact says, uh, "What about this? Uh, Cleveland needs a playmaker when <laughs> Russell's contracts up. Uh, they can't afford them. They're already over yeah, the luxury no. sack. They, they got like nine people to get worry. him on their year. LeBron will be a sixer by then. <laughs> oh, please, Lord, shoot, LeBron <laughs> might be an OKC by then. He'd be like, yo, Russ, <laughs> keep Oladipo. I'm coming down, player. Let's do the thing. <laughs> uh, next quote." Uh, Steve Kerr on Kevin Durant's return to Oklahoma City and his triumphant return. Uh, it's sports. I'm all for booing the player, but cheer the man. Uh, by cheering the man, we turned down a $50,000 check to close down the restaurant because we're not serving those punk-ass Golden State Warriors. Did you and see that, they went? They ended up like, at the same restaurant after the game anyway? Durant and Westbrook had to sit there all mad eating their delicious dinner. <laughs> But I know one person didn't have to pay for their meal, and the other one did. So, um, <laughs> shout out to that guy who shut down the joint, didn't take that fifty thousand. I know he balling this week. He getting all kinds of money. Um, next quote. Uh, again, back to LeBron's high school quarterbacks. We should have put these together. No, <laughs> we had so just seen the second coming of Jesus as an athlete. That's why we separate. You don't put Jesus back to back to nobody. <laughs> Jesus stands alone. That's what I'm talking about. And speaking of back to back, another LeBron S quote. <laughs> Charles Oakley for president. They be shutting this bit down because Charles Oakley wouldn't play no game. We talk about Russia. <laughs> Fuck Russia. I'm Charles Oakley. <laughs> we are definitely not getting that uh, explicit tag removed anytime soon. Um, <laughs> I will. I will pack Phil's bags for him, says Spike Mother Flippin' Lee on Phil Jackson. Uh, Phil Jackson's just insane. He's losing his mind. Uh, I, had, that check. I had a quote from him in the earlier reel that I had made a mistake on that we had put in there. <laughs> oh, read this quote. This one, this one pissed me off. <laughs> All right, uh, Miles Garrett from Texas A&M. He's the potential top pick in the upcoming NFL draft this year. He posted a video on Instagram, I believe, and he said, take Tony Romo, take a couple of picks, and give them to Cleveland so you can pick me up. He was begging the Cowboys to move up to draft him because he doesn't want to play in Cleveland. Like a sissy, he said it. I'm sorry to use the word sissy and throw it around. he is. That's right. And and even worse, the day before that, he was talking about, oh, if you got to get picked by Cleveland, I got to go Blakely, it's okay. You got to make the best of it and turn the team around. And then you after, he went back on it again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That kid, that kid is gonna be a bust. Oh, his no, mental, like mentally, no, he's no. a physical freak, an absolute freak on the football field. But that right there to me would be like a mental red flag if I was scouting him. He's gonna be razzed, the worst of any rookie coming out this year. And they're gonna blame Cleveland when they draft him for him being bad because you know Cleveland, whatever they. Uh, I don't but, think Cleveland's gonna draft him. I think. Um, I feel like Cleveland's going to do another thing where they trade back a little bit and get even more picks and then just pick, pick, pick all this year. They're going to have crazy picks. They need a whole new roster. Um, right. Also, I, I'll read one more time with Jerry Fax. Speaking Fax. of the Browns. <laughs> oh. I was thinking about uh, uh, Jerry Fax. Like, In the end, KD will win some rings and retire. His final game when he plays the OKC will be emotional. He'll kiss the floor. A video tribute. They will all cry, <laughs> KD fan. He ain't Paul Pierce. And Paul Pierce... Paul Pierce won a championship for Boston. 
He brought a chip home. KD ain't bring a ham sandwich home. He got an MVP trophy for himself coming That's home right. with this on the floor. Paul oh, Pierce oh, did it all by himself. Guess what? <laughs> guess what? I don't care. We talk about one individual. Paul Pierce <laughs> got a championship for Boston. He was a lifetime Bostonier. He can go back and kiss the floor. LeBron not, James could go to Miami. Not a lifetime Boston player. He wasn't to the end, and the end he was already dead. So I don't even believe Brooklyn was after when he left. When he left, he wasn't was a lifetime Celtic, and then he wasn't. He was dead when he left Boston, and he was dead when he returned. LeBron James uh, could go back to Miami and kiss the floor because he brought him a ring. LeBron James could go back to Cleveland after coming to the Sixers and kiss the floor because <laughs> he got Cleveland a ring. KD ain't kissing nothing but a cupcake and a punk-ass coward hat. Next quote so we get out of here. I'm tired of you. <laughs> uh, uh, Browns offensive lineman Joe Thomas on Roger Goodell presenting the Patriots with their Super Bowl trophy, which made Owen so happy. Yep. Said as soon as he gave him that trophy, he scurried off the stage like a rat. Why are, Why is this guy talking? Because he's he, been on Cleveland with 4,000 quarterbacks. He got nothing else to do. He's never he's, missed a game. He's never missed a play. He just He's trying to get out. He's crying for help. That's not how you cry for help. You cry for help by literally saying, yo, anyone, everyone, yo, someone. He, he's on Cleveland. They got the... They got the number one pick in the draft, and the kid's begging somebody else to trade for <laughs> Publicly. They do it behind the scenes, but he out here in these streets begging for crack cocaine, which yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, next quote, and this is just because I want to make fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be the male Oprah. If you're listening, can you guess who that is? I always wanted to be the male Oprah. Who says that? Uh, a person who... Uh, Got HIV, AIDS, and still kept his wife. That's some magic, brother. That's and the cure. <laughs> and the cure. <laughs> he he got the HIV, the AIDS, and the cure. And kept his wife? That's yeah. some magic. This um, is the worst quote of the week, by the way. This The last one. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I guess I gave the worst quote of the week, but this is pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Next one, you, you can read it. Go ahead, read that. Read All right. That. Uh, Taylor Lewan, he's a left tackle for the... Tennessee Titans uh, says the NFL should take a page out of the NHL book and let us fight. Fight! <laughs> now, I'm not against fighting in football, but I'm saying, first of all, we both got to drop our helmets and square up. Uh, you know, for a league that's having problems with blows to the head, adding fighting may not be the best strategy there. It's not the best worst strategy. <laughs> Worse, he's from the University of Michigan, so he's just making Michigan look bad. Might already have too many blows to the head. That's why he made said statement. Or do you know, do you know what play Taylor Lewan is famous for? What what play? The play where Jadavion Clowney blew up that Michigan running back because nobody blocked him. Oh yeah. <laughs> Taylor Lewan's yeah. the guy that never moved. <laughs> so maybe, maybe he wants this. Who does he want to beat up so bad? That's the real question. Who does he want to fight? There's somebody he got on his list like, yo. Oh, yeah, there's definitely. There's somebody on that list where he's like, yo, if y'all made this legal, I would wally wop this fool. Like, I would wreck this kid. Like, I, <laughs> you know who, I'm trying you know, to say his lifestyle. You know um, who supports this quote? Who? Charles Oakley. Yes. Charles <laughs> motherflippin' Oakley. Um, great, great quotes from Charles Oakley that is on, on the list. I, I, I'm like a farmer. I get up before the sun. I go to work all day. I earn my my pay, and I and I'm and I'm home when the sun goes down. I put in a full day's work, even on practice days. 
that's somebody uh, uh, that blue collar, that New York lifestyle without the suit on. But here's another, here's another great quote from Charles Oakley: Tyrone Hill, pay me my money, bitch. I heard he smacked Charles Barkley in the face because he owed him money, and I believe it went down. Uh, Tyrone Hill. Uh, he might have smacked Barkley too. He, he, he smacked Barkley too. There's smacked- a video of him smacking Scottie Pippen his rookie year as well. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> just smacking bitches like, yo, I'm Charles Oakley. He just carries the baby powder around to get the hand ready. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Where can they find you out on the internet, Jason? <laughs> At the study hall, T-H-A-S-T-U-D-Y-H-A-L-L. That's the other show that I also co-host. It's a, you know, a call-in show, not really a video show, but check us out there. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash the study hall is the other place you can find me. Uh, I'm O'Doctor. You know where I'm at. Uh, sports at IQMZ.com. I prefer Jerry Fax will put his punk-ass comments in an email. <laughs> Instead of coming up in my chat room. Not that I want to discourage anybody from coming to the chat room. I love the chat. Jory Jerry wins the real MVP. Oh, he ain't he ain't nobody's real MVP. Don't you lie to him like that. <laughs> ain't nobody out here telling him that he the real MVP. He out here scurrying in these dang gum streets. Uh, Stacy the real chat room MVP. Stacy, I know you ain't here no more. You left. But I'll give it to Stacy before I give it to Jerry Fax. Uh, she hasn't agreed with me yet, so I can't give her MVP. Uh, uh, don't forget to check out the captain of the ship. <laughs> he got shot, so the ship went down for a minute, but he came back. He put yes. his he put his bulletproof vest on, uh, aimless, shameless, came back with a vengeance and got us back on the air. So He's he supposed to tell us what we did wrong, too, right? Oh, yeah, we ain't do nothing wrong. We perfect That's tonight. Right. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y- y'all y'all, y'all can't do play. nothing wrong when you're just bullshitting the entire time, not even saying anything. <laughs> This is an hour and a half of opinion. What? That's you're, what? Opinion? These are facts, jury. And I don't care what nobody says. I'm your boy with JJ Stone, aka Doctor Genie Sports. Jason Ferguson, Master Don. We're out, Genie. <laughs>